0: Welcome back to House of Horns. My name is Vic- Victor Corona, a.k.a. Vic the Producer. Uh, joining me is Gilbert Manzano, who does it for Sports Illustrated. Uh, Gilbert, uh, <laughs> it was a sloppy game for the Rams and Raiders, but, uh, you know, uh, we got to see Stenson Bennett uh, take the lead. Uh, how are you doing, Gilbert? And just give me your fir- your takeaways from this matchup today.
1: Yeah, you know, it, it kind of feels like, uh, you know, last week's performance for Stetson Bennett, where like it was pretty slow, took him a while to get going, and then, you know, it kind of ended up being a pretty good performance. Same thing this week, and the game's not even over. But 11 seconds in the third quarter—that's how that's how you treat preseason. Victor was like, okay, we saw enough to do a post-game show, even though the game is still going on. But by the time we're done, it'll probably be over. But I just I did see Stetson Bennett run the ball. All right now for a touchdown so that's kind of what he brings a little bit of di- little different elements but two weeks in a row for Stetson to kind of get going uh again we're all waiting for the to, for the real football but in terms of the guys like Stetson and trying to make a, a case for themselves I, suppose, I think that's what week two of the preseason was Victor uh guys who need to prove something played and the ones that didn't uh it bodes really well for those guys
0: yeah, and one guy that was missing is uh, Puka Nakua. I was kind of surprised not to see him. Like as soon as I saw him with a shot on on the sideline, I was like, "Well, they're not they they know what they have in him. They're not going to put him out there." So and and I think the biggest surprise for me, and I know we kind of I asked you about it, and then yesterday I started hearing rumblings about the Raiders playing their ones. And they, they did. I was kind of surprised. What about yourself? Were you kind of surprised they, they at least uh, played? Not,
1: not really, because uh, it's a new quarterback, and you want to get the quarterback going. And, you know, again, people are trying to just assume that Josh McDaniels and Jimmy G know each other from the New England days, but that's been a long time. So, you know, I think that's, like, the only reason why you play some of these guys, where, like, either it's really young, like the Rams are going, or it's a it's a new coach or a new quarterback. And for the for the Raiders' sake, it was a new uh, quarterback, but you know, they it was a perfect drive for them because you know they went up and scored, and you know, that's like, okay, Devonta, you're good, like go take a seat. So it was kind of a rough, uh, Rams defense first drive because they ran the ball pretty effectively. They had that one big play where they got pressure on Jimmy G, uh, but that play set them up to kind of go on, on that march. So you know, a lot of the deep like the like for the Rams even, it felt like oh, that looks like a starting lineup, but you're we like, wait, no Aaron Donald in there. That really makes a big difference. But that tells you a lot of young guys, you know, they need to prove themselves. But one big thing, Victor, I did not see Byron Young out there, so that bowls well over him too.
0: Yeah, they're they're not gonna use any of those guys. But I I as you talked about with the defense, it it's you know, it's it's gonna be a roller coaster season. And I think that that, you know, seeing both both of those series. For the Rams defense and the Rams offense, I know no Matthew Stafford, no Cooper Cup, no uh, but one thing that did stand out to me was the offensive line. Um, they were moving guys on the on the Raiders first uh, first team defense and so the, at least the offensive line did, did their job and they were moving guys uh, you know they were able to they got one first down and then after that you know it was shut down and it was mostly because Stenson Benson threw a bad throw or i would have gotten the first down on that third third down um but outside of that I I you know it's you know you you know what you're getting now from the Rams and I know it's preseason you know we'll see what they look like but you know, in terms of that first series, I I I think there were some some positives, but a lot of negatives.
1: Yeah, you know, it it, it is a good sign, you know, for the offensive line to have some success against a, a starting uh defense for for the Raiders. I saw Max Crosby out there. That's why I put it in the title. <laughs> you know, Bennett, they get to see Crosby for a little bit, and I think having that, you know, you know, for the offensive line and even for Stetson Bennett, you know, it, it does kind of help out. Okay, I, c- I could go against with against some of these guys, but again you do know it's kind of like, like an offense. It's a vanilla, you know, offense where it's not really like a scheme thing. Same thing with the defense. They're going to go 100% at you, but it still, you know, gives you some confidence. And I did see, I want to say, three out of the five potential starters in the offensive line, uh, Alaric Jackson, Tremaine Ancrum, uh, and Steve Avila. So three right there. Logan Bruss got to play right tackle for Ray, Rob Havenstein, who's kind of a developmental project right now with with uh, Logan Bruss. So that was probably good good, good confidence, too, for him. So uh, going against a guy like Matt's Cryer, so. Again, I'm really concerned, which we mentioned on the show earlier this week with the offensive line. But this little small sample size, I think yeah. it does help out with the confidence at least.
0: Yeah, and then uh, Logan Bruss had to leave the game with uh, oh, uh, yeah. he rolled his ankle, so that's another concern there. You know, Man, you don't bro. have no no Joe, no boom, and now Logan Bruss.
1: That oh. was the first thing I, I thought like there was injuries. Here we go again, and and with Logan Bruss, he got hurt last year in the preseason. He tore his ACL, so I'm, I'm hoping you know for him it's nothing major like that.
0: Yeah, that's and it's a bad break. You know, you want to start keeping those offense. I know I saw McClendon and McAllister. I think it was in there as well as the starting center. So that was good to see. But outside of that, it's it's been a problem with the offensive line. The other guy that kind of stood out as we we've, we've gone through this game is is uh, Davis Allen, the tight end. I know you uh, you said somebody you know uh, Hopkins was probably in trouble as a as a backup tight end and. Kind of seen praise praising in during the live broadcast might might be a problem for for Bryson Hopkins. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I know we're uh, a few weeks away from cutdown day, so that that's not a good sign. And you know, as as we saw last year, that the Rams are not afraid to just have two guys on, on the on the roster for tight ends. That is, uh, Tyler Higbee would definitely be one. And then when I saw Allen out there, I'm like, okay, like if you're not even starting on, if you're not starting in this game two preseason against the Raiders, it's not a good look for you. Like you're going to be definitely fighting for a job. So with a guy like Bryson Hopkins, you know, it's going to be big, but you know, when I saw Skoranek out there with the the Marcus Robinson and Tyler Johnson, that, that told me those three guys are, are fighting right there. Like Ben Skoranek does a lot for them, special teams wise, but he's fighting because you don't have Puka out there. You didn't have Tutu Atwell and you did not have Van Jefferson. Those guys are safe. I feel like so. Uh, yeah, if Bryson Hopkins can't even start for this game two of the preseason, it's just not good. I feel like the experiment might be over. But uh, actually, I want now to think about it, victory. Sean McVay did say good things about Bryson Hopkins a couple days ago, and that caught me by surprise. So who knows what's going on there? But after a while, you know, you've seen so many of this, you know, this guy's gotten some opportunities. It's kind of like okay, we want to see another look. So this game two felt like let's give it another look with some guys we don't know too much of just yet.
0: Yeah, and then uh switching over to the defense, you had Jake Como with the pick six. Uh you you know, you saw a couple of uh, uh you saw Trey Tomlinson with another uh nice PBU. Yeah. Um so, I mean, you're starting to see some of the some of the players that we've heard good things about. I haven't, you know, this is the first I've heard of Jake Como, but he had a really he was he was really active as a linebacker, so you know, at least, you know, we were we were kind of concerned with the linebacker crew outside of Ernest Jones. And at least, you know, they have something with Jake Hummel and then Trey Tomlinson. So just wanted to get your, your perspective on on what you saw from the defense and some of the players.
1: Yeah, real quick on Ernest Jones. I, I, you know, maybe I'm late to the party here, but when I saw him up close at the scrimmage on Wednesday, you can tell he gained some muscle. He's a bigger dude now this year to be the, the middle linebacker. Uh, and I saw him on the sideline too. I'm like, Ernest Jones looks, looks like he's in top he shape. Look, and, yeah. and and having that one year to kind of learn from Bobby Wagner might do him wonders. But uh, outside of Ernest Jones, it's a very thin position. And we keep saying, Victor, maybe it's not the worst place to have a thin position because linebackers don't get used as much. It's going to be a whole lot of sure. Ernest Jones for him. That's why he's in tip top shape. But, you know, when you have Christian Roseboom, who is really vital for special teams as well, you we need a guy like Jake, Jake Hummel to step up. And last year, Jake Hummel, actually got a job because he was doing things on special teams. So yep. okay, this type yep. of season where you're kind of going in a transition year, there's jobs available to get away from special teams. And when you saw Sean McVay on the broadcast being so excited, he's like, this is the middle of a conversation with the guys yep. with Whitworth. Yeah. And he's like, hey, Jay, come on. And he goes for the, yeah. the first
0: month there. So I thought that was pretty cool. And that that, that matters when you got to do a, a roster cut down there, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, another two players that I kind of wanted to mention, we, we haven't, we haven't talked about him is John Johnston who mm. signed while we, we, you we saw him, uh, on that Sunday training camp and we, we didn't, right. you know, that's our that's our bad for not talking about it, but he stood out like that's, that's good leadership, you know, that you need better in leadership that you'll need in the secondary. And the other guy was Quinn Lake, you know, the, the, you know, out of UCLA, uh, I actually saw him when he was in high school. So that, that's, that's crazy, but that, you know, uh, that, that tells you he's, he's, he's come a long way, but, uh, just any, anybody else or, or what about uh Quinston Lake and John Johnson? if you have any thoughts on them. Well,
1: first question, Have you did you see the dad play? How about that? It was a long time ago. I did. I did
0: see him. I did see him. Yeah. He, I saw him play in the, in the pros. Yes. Carnell okay. Lake. All right,
1: sorry, sorry to call you out there, but uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like you feel old about the son yes. about the guy. Uh, I
0: know. Uh,
1: but, but the defense, you know, real quick, to kind of start from the top there. Like for a second, I felt like Aaron Donald was going to play because you saw some of the tweets that he he was in uniform leading out the charge. I'm like, I kind of want to see this because it's a young defense. I want to see what Aaron Donald does. But then it's kind of like we know what he's going to do. Come the regular season, He's going to take on three three dudes and, and take over the blocks and let guys kind of do their thing while he's getting you know stuffed. Stop there in the middle with eight guys. I went from three to eight, but that's that's just Aaron Donald tells you. Yeah, but I think he wanted to kind of get that vibe of okay, these are a lot of young guys. Maybe for like my psyche, it'll be good. But yeah, you're right. Like when I that's why when I saw John Johnson out there, uh I, I started thinking, is this like gonna be a starting defense today with Trey Thomas and uh and a couple of the rookies? But like it's just a really young roster with a new guy who who's not really new, but right. he's been there before. But he also wants to get a feel for these guys because hasn't played too much, and he, he was looking for a job all, all of the offseason, so I think for John Johnson, it was smart to get some reps out there, uh, but overall, it, it just, I don't know, it was tough to tell because you know, once uh, Brian Hoyer, Hoyer came in, it's like, okay, now you're facing the second the second string offense, like, what can we really take away? But I think making plays that kind of resonate in your, in your mind, like uh, Jake Hummel, I think that goes a long way, so, that, so to me, I keep going by, back to Jake Hummel, uh, and, and see and what he did, but obviously, Trey Thompson, too, making more plays it wasn't Devontae Adams like he did in the scrimmage, but they kind of get that PBU. I thought that was pretty good for him too, as well.
0: Yeah, and then I was just going to mention that as soon as you went to go cover the the Chargers and Saints uh, joint practice, Aaron Donald ended up practicing yeah. for the joint practice, so he just wanted to not show up for you. This he doesn't want to sure. show
1: me that what I've been trying to look at, Donald, with a young defense. He's like, you're not going to see it.
0: And apparently, they the defense was doing re, was played really well. That defensive line played really well uh, that day, and it you know maybe it was you know it, it it shows having Darren Donald is is gonna help a lot, you know. But as you said, he's probably gonna take on like three or four dudes, you know, blocking. But outside of that, there wasn't you know there's not a lot to look look forward to on that defense. Just you know, in terms of you know the veteran guys, you know, as we talked about you know, John Johnston and some of the other guys. So, you know, it's all going to be all rookies. And hopefully, you know, even as Raheem Morris talked about, I I thought one of the guys that they talked about, I think was uh, the cornerback uh, McCutcheon yeah. and the other McCutcheon we haven't even heard of. Yeah. So as we talked about, I don't think we're going to see McCutcheon make this team. Uh, but I thought McCutcheon, he, he's he t- uh, Raheem Morris talked about McCutcheon being one of the guys that kind of has stood out in, in camp. So, that's another guy to keep an eye on. Yeah, you know, at, at this
1: point, you're, you're gonna need, you're gonna get some opportunities because the defense is so young. And you know, I, I kind of want to go back to somebody who who wasn't playing. Like, I, I think it's a strong indicator again on Byron Young. Like, like for the, like when we were there for the camp in Irvine, it's like ah, Byron Young needs to like really you know, like. It's gonna take some time. You, like we we told each other, and I don't know where he just really picked it up. Like because he had that the great scrimmage against the Raiders the day I was there. He was making plays. And then the preseason last last week against the Chargers, like he really got on Sean McVay's radar for just being a hustler, showing your athleticism, and just, just being in the right spots. Maybe you're not getting home every time, but to kind of pick it up faster, I think too, for Sean McVay, that meant a lot. And then having the scrimmages, and then, oh, you're not even going to play in the preseason of week two when like a guy like Trey Thomas and a rookie who's been doing just as well. I know I know they have, uh, you know, more depth in the secondary there than they do at the edge rusher because, Victor, by the way, that first drive with the Raiders, it gave me shades of the first game, not, not the first game, but the regular season game last year where yeah. they were running the ball uh, at Michael Hoy and guys like that, and, and it really kind of helped them get up to the lead. So it's going to be an issue, the running game. But for Byron Young to not be on the field, I think for me, went a long way. So, you know, suddenly this Rams defense has some pieces with Trey Tomlinson and Byron Young and Aaron Donald and John Johnson and Ernest Jones so we'll see what happens when they're all together.
0: Yeah, no and and he, that reminded me I I was listening to some some of the people who, you know, were were at that second joint practice and they were talking about how impressed they were with how Raheem Morris is running that that defense in terms of he's changed it up because he's got new personnel and and they're they're more of an attacking defense mm. as, as, you know, uh the corner something that the the raiders cuz you know they they saw you know they they were they were talking about how you know going back to that that november game that thursday night game how it it was a completely different defense than what they were seeing in scrimmage and so they were kind of surprised how much uh raheem morris has changed things up and i think you're starting to see some of the they're bringing in players that kind of, they're, they're going to put him in the mold of what he wants to run now, as opposed to what he had with, with the players from from the Brandon Staley era.
1: That was going to be my next point. Like When you brought that up, I'm like, yeah, like when he got the job, they just came off a very successful year with Brandon Staley, and it's kind of like why go away from the Vic Fangio kind of scheme, and, and Raheem didn't have that background, and to his credit, he kind of, you know, he adjusted to that and he made it his thing, and now he kind of has a little bit of everything, right? So I am eager to see what how it develops come the regular season. So, for for him to show that in a joint scrimmage, when I think that's what really matters is a joint scrimmage. It kind of tells you. It gives you a very different look, and that's what the good coaches do, right? When, when like when it fits your players better, like when you, instead of just going like, you know what, I'm a I'm a big fan of you, guy, or I'm I'm from the whatever the the Seattle days, Dan Quinn, uh, that single yeah, high that a Boom things like that. You're like, no, I know, I know, this, these things these things are better for for us. No, you, you kind of fit it to your, ski, to your players and what they do well. So I think credit to Raheem. And that's why I always kind of want to give the Rams a chance. Like, I know the defense is going to be so inexperienced and young. But when you got Sean McVay and you got Raheem Morris, two good coaches at two critical spots, we'll see how they do with the special teams, a new guy right there. But those two guys being there, I think it really goes a long way.
0: Yeah, and especially with Raheem Morris, one of the things I've been impressed with him, I know there was a lot of criticism last season because he wasn't uh, aggressive enough and he didn't put a lot of pressure. And I think... I. One of the things that I also heard about that scrimmage, the scrimmage, the two days scrimmage there was how good they played in the red zone, and we've seen how good you know they they might bend, but they don't break. Kind of defense, especially under 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 Raheem Morris. So that'll be something to continue to look forward to is their their red zone defense.
1: Yeah, you know that's such especially such a young defense where you're gonna give up yards. Like It's, it's a given, right? Like you're not gonna right. be a shut down defense. If you kind of do this like last year, the bend on break approach, if you're, you're you're getting off the field with a field goal, you give your offense with Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, maybe now Puka Nakua, we could start talking about him that way. Uh Cam Akers didn't play also. I guess uh he, he's fine, but uh he didn't get in trouble from that yeah. fight. You know, imagine getting in trouble for fighting and being on being yeah. in the preseason game. But yeah. he's also he was also out there. So I think if that offense, which it seems better to me, at least on paper, than the defense if they're just kind of holding it down on defense We're giving your a chance, uh, it goes a long way. And, and, and Victor, you know, I'm, I'm tired of preaching because, you know, you try to find spins and narratives to make it, you know, optimistic point. But like, we try to be as real as we can on the show. It's going to be exactly. a lot of bumps and bruises for this defense.
0: It's going to go up and down.
1: But I do like that they have some early results from a very promising draft class. And you know, Vic, if one of these draft classes just kind of hits, it could set you up for the next four or five years
0: yeah especially you know with the with the rams history of just being able to find players late in, late in drafts it's it's been it's been a gold mine for them uh, as they went to the super bowl twice and won one time so um i just want to i wanted to let people know that you know kind of our format going forward now uh with gilbert uh Covering the league, he's going to be at Sofi, but we won't have the same access. So I'll be on uh, after after the post game show. I'll have a little ten minute or fifteen minutes post game show, and then later on at night, Gilbert and I will will hop on have a a post a, a, a recap show which will be put will come out on Mondays here on House of Horn. So look out for that. Uh, we'll do a little promo later on just to let people know, make sure they know what we're, we're up to. And then of course you'll have your, we'll have the review. We'll, we'll do a review kind of recap during the week and then preview the matchup that's coming up. Um, is you know, and then before we get to our, I just wanted to get that out there, Gilbert. Yeah. Before we get to our, just our final yeah, thoughts well, here. Let me, uh,
1: let me throw in some two cents there because yeah. I, I I like this format because we like kind of like today, right? Yeah, we have the game is not over. Is it still the fourth quarter? I just saw the later right. four, but nobody cares, right? It's preseason. we want to be quick as possible to kind of you know you know give you our quick takeaways. It's not like uh things we sit down and kind of like really assess. It's just kind of quick thoughts, and then I'm, we want people to be. Uh, giving us comments. We want people to be engaging with our content. Uh, let let us know what you caught, what you agree with, things like that. So if you're uh, watching the game closely, this preseason game, and then you check out the, the post-game show, leave a comment, and we'll try to answer it maybe the next time. But that'd be the cool thing. Like, say you got a bunch of questions, Victor. You get flooded with comments for every every uh, uh, week uh, for for a game that you can't get to all of them. We'll jump on together later, and then we can answer a few of yeah. them. So that, that's kind of my ideal plan. But the main thing is we want to have a live show but you holding it down to get people uh, talking after a game.
0: Yeah, and then we'll we'll provide information as I go. Um, just you know, kind of give you guys a quick you know, rapid, uh, post game show. And then, you know, we'll give our final recap with Gilbert and then, you know, it'll get published on Monday morning. So that way you, and, you know, if you guys send in some questions, whatever, as Gilbert said, whatever questions we didn't get to, we'll answer them in that recap show. And then, you know, and then, and it'll come out Monday. Um, so we look forward to that. Um, just, Final thoughts, Gilbert, on, on, on this. I mean, there's not a lot to take away yeah. from this. We just wanted to kind of go over some of the things that kind of stood out from t- tonight's game, even yeah, though it's not over. Yeah,
1: That's pretty much over. But I, I'll know. go with what I started. I think this game for me was kind of just to see what where Stetson Bennett is at. And, you know, to, to start this week, I, I think last week he was second to ripping, right? Uh, it, it feels like the Rams just want to make him the backup. Like you're you you want you want two national titles at Georgia. You're older than Justin Herbert, which we heard a lot last week. Like you're 26 <laughs> or whatever the hell it is. I forget. Like like you're supposed to be ready to be a backup, and I think that's what the Rams want him to do.
0: Yeah. And
1: and he he shows flashes where like, says the worst happens in, in in the regular season, and I think he could be a guy to hold it down. I know it's a rocky start for him the last two weeks, but you you get that out the way now. So. You know, I've been encouraged to see some big time throws when when he's you know looking down the field. Uh, he's not there when it comes to being a quick processor, but he's a playmaker. He's like a backyard kind of style guy. So sometimes that's all you can ask for when you're in the backup. It's gonna take time. Uh, and then seeing him make make that run for the touchdown was it just kind of leaves a good taste in your mouth, uh, or whatever your brain. Uh, and uh, actually Andrew Moreno here. We got a we got a comment here.
0: All right, uh, there yeah, we he's,
1: <laughs> he's probably right. like you know what, just be real. Uh, he was bad today. He yeah. Was pretty bad to
0: start with. Uh, he had that uh, he had an interception, right? It was a pick six that uh, yep. From one it, was, it, it looked like Tyler, like Tyler Johnson and him were not on the same page. There, that's so. what it was.
1: You're right, yes. I'm, see, Andrew, you brought it up. There was miscommunication there, I remember that, and that's kind of like oh, that's a bad one, but you never know what happens. I even saw Van Jefferson talking to, to Stetson Bennett on the sideline. You know, he's asking, Hey, were you guys off there communication wise? That's what you got to learn, but it is a good sign that as the games goes on, he's getting the flow of things that he is a rookie. Technically he's just old yeah. that it's, it's going to pick up. So I think for me, just watching him today, just for like being the backup, it's a, it's an important job. That's what I kind of take away from this
0: game. I think for me, it was just seeing the offensive line and just what they did uh, in that first series against the Raiders first team defense. Like, my biggest issue, my biggest, you know, concern going into last season was the offensive line just with everybody that was gone. I think this season you have a little bit more, you have a little bit more, uh, you know, a, a little bit more debt there. And I think, you know, even with, you know, my only concern, I guess going now is the fact that uh, Logan Bruss, you know, yeah. left with a high ankle sprain or, you know, a bad ankle. So, You're just hoping uh, Joe Noboom and him get healthy and you can go into the regular season with a healthy offensive line because I still think this this offense is going to be good, you know. Um, And so it's just if you you have a healthy offensive line throughout the whole season and you can get a whole season out of Stafford, this will go a long way to being, you know – Uh, you know, maybe an eight, you know, a nine and eight, maybe seven, seven and nine kind of season. So it 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 bolts well if you can stay healthy along the offensive line.
1: Yeah, you gotta have your depth. Even a year ago, like there there was a sense that Logan Brust wasn't gonna start for this team. It was Coleman Shelton, but then when he got hurt and everybody else started getting hurt, you really felt the loss. Like, oh man, imagine the rookie third round pick could he could be helping right now, and he just wasn't available. So hopefully for him, it's nothing like that. Uh, it's good that he's going back to like a natural position as a tackle for him to kind of develop, but we'll see uh, it. Cause as we found out last year, offensive line is such a critical unit. If, it, if you can't protect staff or you're not going anywhere. So if they do that, then all these positive notes that we're talking about rookies or whatever, it only works if the offensive line is protecting.
0: Yeah, I agree. And you know, and then the defense will take care of yourself, especially with what we saw from Raheem Morris. He's, 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 he's uh he's coaching up those young players. So with that, Gilbert, go ahead and close us out. You know, this, you know, uh, we'll try, depending on how that that last game goes, we'll either have another one, but we'll have you guys cover. Yeah. We'll have plenty of content for you guys.
1: Yeah, it's like the third one. I don't know if I want to do it. It's kind of it's, it's get on with it's the season, up. but yeah. this was such a good week for uh, just having good content and good engagement. Like we saw people watching our videos and commenting. I was like, you know what? You know, we got to give uh, the people what they want. So we'll kind of feel it uh, out. If people are interested in week three or we're kind of all mailing mail that in for the regular season, then we'll listen to that too. But uh, Victor, we're ready to go, right? Yes. Nos vamos. As you know, pues vámonos.